it. Oh. <laughs> you know, you know I, I had to go back to the Facebook ad and watch and rewatch all the series. I'm telling you. Even to the one that was preaching in Korea. I'm like, ah. So you see this in your mind there. Tell your neighbor, you see this in your mind? Guide it to. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, wow, this service is, is, is so great because. Uh, Dukinas, <laughs> Dukinas. You know, in law they say when a law, when when there's a, a national law, and we, we call it an act, okay, and a law made by national assembly is called an act. Then the ones made by the state as of assembly is called laws. So you can have, um, for instance, you can have you can have criminal procedure law. When you hear that law, it means it's a, it's a law of a state. But when you hear criminal code act, you know it's by the National Assembly. That's a federal. You understand? Let me teach you some, some little bit of law. Alright? <laughs> Hallelujah. So now, there are instances where there could be a provision in that act that is also in the state law. But maybe the one in the act is more elaborate than the one in the state law. So it says that usually recourse is now made to the one in the act. Usually, they will say there's a doctrine of covering the field. It means the one in the act by the federal has covered the field. He has taken care of it. Dickens has taken care of so many things. This morning. <laughs> That's where I'm going. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's bow eyes and pray. Our Father will give you the praise. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for your word that will come expressly to our hearts. That has come expressly to our hearts. Blessed be your name, Father. Enrich our soul. Enrich our spirit. In the name of Jesus. And let miracles happen in your name. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Hallelujah. I count it a serious, serious privilege to be here this morning and to be given this responsibility. Thank you, sir. I do not take it for granted, sir. I'm very grateful. In fact, I'm very shy. I don't know why. Unusually. Unusually. I used to be very bold that year, but I'm shy this morning. Hallelujah. And the series we've been having, and the series we've been taking, is mind therapy. I know you have been all the while in church, you've been enjoying it. And I'm just going to run it up. It's not something new. It's not something new at all. Numbers 23, verse 19. Numbers 23, 19. It's a very popular scripture. This word will bless you. I'm telling you. The word you hear this morning will bless you. To bless you. You wish you came here with all your family members. And all everybody that has to do with your contact. Because it will bless you. Say this word will bless me. Please let's flow together. This word will bless me. And I will be a blessing. Hallelujah. Numbers 23, 19. So thus far, in, before we go into that scripture, thus far in this teaching, we have learned the relevance of the mind. The relevance of your mind. The relevance of my mind. To my advancement. Reverend said, he said, he said, guard this mind because it determines the course of your life. The mind. The mind. And if I will ask, which part of the body is even my mind? <laughs> You understand? So yeah, touch your mind. You, you get it, it happens like that. Like 
Well, where is my mind? They're talking about mind, mind. Where is my mind in my body? I know my head. I know my hands. I know my... You and in a, in a way, the scripture used to interchange the word heart and mind. You understand? Because invariably, it just means your inner being. That's your mind. The seat of your thoughts. The seat of that your emotion. The seat of that your intellect is your mind. Praise God. Praise God. Now, this is not teaching on the concept of mind. It's just the word mind therapy that we've been on for the past two, three weeks. It's the central focus is we've been hearing God's word for a transition of our mind to a better place. Praise God. Praise God. Because anytime we come to church, it's mind therapy. Anytime you get God's word, it's mind therapy. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Anytime we hear God's word, or anytime you are sitting with God's word, or you are hearing or listening to a message, is mind therapy you are going through. Hallelujah. Because one of the things, one of the focus why Christ came is to come and introduce to us a separate mind from that which we had via the law. Hallelujah. A separate mind from that which we had before. How can we see something differently? That's why he came. That, oh, this person, the way they've been seeing my father, they would've been seeing God, all this why. Let me come and give them something different. So, the summary of what Christ came to do, you will hear Paul says, now, I know you have the mind of Christ. What is this mind of Christ? Hallelujah. What is the mind of Christ? What is the thought pattern of Jesus? So anytime you pick up God's word, you want to go through a mind therapy. And he spoke about, uh, Dickens spoke about uh, the forgiveness of sins. Oh my God. Talk about the promises of God. I just wrote a few things down here on that. Hallelujah. So this one we'll be looking at because let's look at that uh, Numbers 23 verse 19. It's a very popular scripture and I'll read from here. It says, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Had he said and shall he not do it? Or had he spoken and shall he not make it good? As you listen on your seat this morning, know that God is not a man. This is mind therapy. Any promise he has made to you he is able to keep. This is mind therapy. That God is not a man. I'm telling you, look at the best of men. One of the things you will know about God being not a man is that God will not leave you. This is mind therapy. I'm telling you, this is the age where God will not leave you. Whatever you may want to conceive, even against yourself, know that God will not leave you. I'm telling you, if you begin to have this mind that, oh, oh I am born again, but God has left me now. God has left me. Ah, I'm not... Let me, <laughs> let me tell you something. There was a time I, I used to feel like, I think secondary school days, early younger level days, I would, maybe I could lie about something or did something wrong and don't laugh. Oh. 
and maybe I'll be going somewhere and I'll just hit my head on the on the on the on, the, on, the, on, on anything. In my mind will go back to Ernest because you lied. Devil is now on your head. <laughs> you get that kind of stuff. Does it happen to you? Has it happened to you before? You be like, eh, hey, God has left you now. You are now in the hand of the devil. <laughs> devil will be dealing with you. All on to move. Now it's devil's time to hold you down. God will not leave you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Now let, let's take a cue from what man does. Because he's God. Hallelujah. I mean, a part of God, what? Is man. Praise God. Now, look at your Google map, for instance. Let me just give you, because I, I, I used to pick spiritual things from physical things and in scriptural. Hallelujah. Look at the Google map, for instance. If it says you are going to, I don't know Lucas very well, you are going to Jesha. Yeah, I know Jesha. <laughs> of all places. You are going to Jesha. And it maps you, you will go like this, uh, if you are going to turn in uh, my two, I'm facing Jisha. And you decide to go, where now? Maybe off, for instance. The map will say, bros, when you reach the next roundabout, turn. Am I correct? Am I correct? How many of you use, use Google map? I met somebody, say he doesn't, she doesn't know how to use Google map. I was like, ha, 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 me. So you get, he said, the, the map will tell you when you get to that roundabout, Make a turn because he believes it's like this guy is already going off course. Now, when you get to that roundabout and you don't turn, the map will say, "Oh, hey, this one, yeah, let me let me just leave him alone." The map will say that. No, it will say, "Okay, it will be rerouting for you." This is way, Hallelujah, and it will start rerouting for you. Say, "Okay, go and take that." It may be longer than where you are earlier described, but since you have refused to follow that one, it will give you. An- and say, okay, let's go and take another part. And even in, even if you all still insist that you are not following that route, and you finally go off the radar or the mapped roads in Lagos, you will still see indication showing that you are still somewhere in this Lagos, but you are not just within the mapped routes. It will not show that out. It will show something around. I, I mean, I've seen something like that. Hallelujah. If man can think that way, that say, okay, ah, it's because uh, he didn't follow my map. Let me just leave him alone. He is lost. God is not a man. God is not a man. That means God is even much more than that. He said, if, if, if God can take care of all these lilies, all these grasses that will just grow, and one day you will just say, hey, and Mrs. Barbara just said, all these grasses are here. I've been more clear them, <laughs> more clean everywhere. And they, the next day they will grow again. The next day they will grow again. God is not tired of clothing the ground with grasses. You will now say you will be tired of making provision for you because he, he gave you more money and you wasted it. We won't give you another one again. God is not a man. God is not a man. Let your mind be open so that you don't go and cage yourself. And see God. Because let me tell you something. It is this. How will I put it? It is this. Uh, your, let, me put, let, me, let me read it out the way I wrote. So that I would present it appropriately. It is this conviction that you have about God. That fuels your perception. 
the way you have just created God in your mind, separate from this word of God, it is this conviction that you have about God that fuels your perception of God. If you see him that way, that, oh, he, he, he doesn't keep promises. Oh, because I, I, I have not... I was telling someone, don't, don't worry, I said, I said, you must learn to forgive yourself. You must, it is a deliberate teaching you must do for yourself to learn to forgive yourself. Because if you, if you always take the blame for everything, maybe because I didn't do something now, and something happened to you, perhaps I wasn't even the one that's supposed to do it, perhaps. But I always, I always take blame for no blame's sake. Are you getting me? They find it difficult to forgive. I was like, okay, if it is now your fault, gone, 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 how will you now forgive yourself? Because it will be difficult for you to even receive the forgiveness of God. Because you will think that it is you that caused the problem and you must pay for it. God is not like that. God is not a man that is standing and waiting for you to, to, to mess up. That is waiting for you and say, okay, yeah, 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 let me watch it. Now she's saved. She's born again. Let me not be watching to see her commit or him commit errors. Then I will now spank him. God is not a man. He's not like your dad. Hallelujah. It's not like those persons that trained us. They have not given us a perception of how a, a superior should be. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. These things I'm saying may scratch your mind. But it's the truth that God is not a man. That he should lie. He keeps promises. To the extent that God keeps promises, even if he doesn't fulfill it in our days, he will say, hey, I couldn't fulfill it in Mr. A's days. Don't worry, where are his children? I will go and fulfill it. That shows the essence of how God will keep his promises. Ah, I couldn't fulfill it in his days. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Let me, where are his children? No wonder he said, who is left in that house of that of Saul? So that I can favor him because there was a word that had gone forth before. God will keep his word. If he can keep his word to keep somebody, he said, he said, hey, Ab, I won't do it in your days. I will do it in your children's days. If he can keep his word to killing a generation, like two, three generations, he can always keep his promises to preserve. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say God's promises over me. God's promises for me. They are coming to pass. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you believe that God's promises are coming to pass in your life? Don't say, okay, oh, he told me when I was in the university. Or he told me when I was still, you know, and I'm not seeing it. He keeps his promises. Not because of even who you are. But for his name's sake, I'm telling you, because of his name. Because of his name. You own a company, man. There are certain times that even in, to your own period, you will pay extra money. Because you don't want the image of your company to be tarnished. God is not a man. God is even more than you. If you can think that way, that despite someone is trying to know rubbish the image of your company, but you will want to do more and stress yourself the more just to preserve that image. And you are God's image. Oh my God. God is not a man. God is more than that. Hallelujah. This is mind therapy. Change the way you think. 
Because it will determine the course of your life. Hallelujah. So I said, God cannot leave you. I'm telling you. I preached a message some time ago on the eagerness of God. You know, I said, yes, we, we, we know about the book of the, uh, of, uh, the what's that book again by Tozer. He said, the pursuit of God. No, there's a pursuit of God. Okay, maybe it's not God, maybe it's not Tozer. But there was a book called The Pursuit of God. We're reading that book in another level. But by, by my understanding of God, I discovered that, yeah, there's a pursuit of God by man. But there is a pursuit of man by God. The same man now wrote years after the pursuit of man by God. Change the way you think. Because the eagerness of God is that, yes, I'm waiting for you. I'm not only waiting for you to come to me. Means if I want to even bust into you. <laughs> I want to enter you. Hallelujah. Me too, I want to even come to... Yes, pursue me, come to me, yes. But me, me, self, run into you. He said God is going to and fro. It's in the scriptures, Chronicles. God, the eyes of God, running to and fro the earth, seeking for whom he might show himself on behalf on their behalf. Seeking for who we express him. God is even seeking for who we express him. So, if two seekers meet, there's a blast. If in your seeking, knowing that God is also seeking you, don't think, oh, because you've not prayed for two days, anything you want to pray, God will not hear you. The moment you open that door to pray, the way we burst inside, how many of you can testify? Oh my God. Change the way you think. The way you Ah, yeah. It's like, a, it's like a water at your doorstep. Already full. With your door closed. The moment you... Any, any small hole. Check the way... It's like you are flying in the air. And the window of the plane pulls off. The way air will gush in. That is how God is running after you. This is mind therapy. Change the way you think. Change the way you think. Because... You, secondly, you must be able to be convinced about the things of God. That's number two point. Be convinced about the things of God. Because this conviction will also change your perception. Be convinced about the gospel. Be convinced about the blood. Be convinced about the communion. Some of us will be doing all these things just for doing sake in church. But how well do you believe in the communion? How well do you believe in the gospel? How well do you believe in God's word to change if you're not convinced about these things, you won't be able to, it will affect your way you perceive God. You perceive God as a taskmaster. You perceive God as somebody who is always waiting for you to, to, to commit wrong. You perceive God as God that will never want to hear you again. You perceive God, somebody said during the week, he said, you must, because you must know that you are blessed, sir. That you are a blessed person. During the week, sir, I had an, I had a, I had an accident. I was going to the office. And this is not even the first time, this is the second time. I went to the office and I was on this, you know, this um, BRT, small BRT, the white and blue ones. I mean, I first know those, that bus, those buses. Praise God. Are you with me? Praise God. Let me not lose you, please. So he, he, I was on that bus and I was at the back seat. We're at Marina. I was going to Faloma from CMS. So take on down to Faloma. By the time I got to, to somewhere at Marina, where 
all those uh, very close to that government. There's one government office somewhere around there. And we just heard bah from behind. A truck hit us from behind. Our the back seat. <laughs> so a very funny experience. I, that noise, I've not heard it in a very long while. The truck hit us from behind. Bah! We now hit another bus in the front. Bah! So it was a double hit. One woman that was in front, in front of me, a week fell off. A week fell off and fell to my seat behind. <laughs> but I was giving her a week, say, by week, you. She was like, what are you giving me? She had lost consciousness to tell you the level of the heat. She has lost consciousness. Like, I like, hey, we you know, like, what's this, bro? <laughs> Praise God. So now, when I got to the office, I told my friend that, a colleague in the office, I said, what happened today again? No. I was going to the, I was coming to the office. This and this, this and this happened. It was like, you and boss, Sha, that other day too, you were inside the bus, you fell, your back broke. Hey. <laughs> One other day too, you are coming to the office, the brake failed, and the bus went to hit somewhere else. That's like the, this third experience. It was like, are you sure you don't have a seat? I said, hold it there. It was giving me my track record, and it was sending it to my mind, so that I can be going about and say, okay, it's like I have a spiritual problem. It's like, well, like one lame, I'll be the one to kill me. It's like I have so I have some mystical issues, I be. But that's how some of us would think. That's like there's a problem. What will you not think of Paul? Bible says he survived shipwreck. Eh? Surviving the shipwreck. And coming down from the shipwreck. Ah! Boy destroyed shipwreck. And he got to the bank of the sea. And snake beat him again. There's death on his head. The village people are on his village people are on his matter. Praise God. Because that is how we gather it and receive it and conceive it. That's like there's village people on my matter. But he still said, I am what I am by the grace of God. Because this conviction, it will change your perception. He said, I am what I am by the grace of God. I am not a cursed person. They told him to his face that this one is, is, is due for death indeed. That there is death hanging on his head. And my colleague was trying to sell it to me that I, so that when I go about I will start being fearful. You know? It's like, it's not another boss again. No, so they will not go, uh, another thing will not go. No. As, guard your mind without diligence. That's the word. Because from this place, issues of life will be emerging. From this point, you will start interpreting events and you'll be giving them meaning. Hallelujah. So we have that responsibility to guide our mind. Someone called me, I think my mom called me over the, during the week too. And was it before that day or after? I can't even remember. I can't even, I can't, I, I don't want to even connect the thing. She said she went to pray. No, she didn't go to pray, actually. That one of our prayer partners, they used to go and pray together, said, he saw a vision that uh, what was the vision? That that we should pray that so that the devil will not make us mad. I said, Ma, as she was saying it, as she was saying it on the phone, I was giving her. I said, that is not our vision, ma. I said, the vision is that I am of a sound mind. Let my God. You must guard your mind with all diligence. You have that duty to do it. 
I was giving her. And I did not give her because I was refusing what she was saying. I was charging her until she had done it before. Until she started praying the Holy Ghost where she was. Baptizing her through the phone. I was giving her. Yeah, it's not like that. Oh. We have sound mind. <laughs> and I was breaking it down as much as I can. Praise God. Why? Because if I receive those words, the damage they will cause in your spirit, you will have it going about. And then you are feeling like you think, oh, this like the madness has finally come. Hallelujah. Guard your mind with all diligence. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Don't forget I said God is not a man. And it's very, very fundamental you, you receive that. Hallelujah. 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 Let me share this with us. There was something that happened in the scriptures. When Aaron was, uh, no, Aaron was, the, was a priest of God. And uh, I think Dotan, Koram, and Abraham, they were, they were having a conversation. They were talking in their room. Aaron was not even there. Praise God. Moses was not even there. They were talking in their room. I'm going somewhere. That what's wrong with all these people there? Say I want to call on pastor on. Do you understand? I don't really want God to speak to who even appointed them prophets self. Do you understand? Because they all came out from slavery. They have a good, in fact, they have a good point of argument. That they all came out of slavery. Unfortunately, we don't know their ages. But we know they are kind of related, family-wise. Praise God. Now, why they were conversing in their room? Three of them. Bible said God showed up. I said, eh? What are you people saying? You're talking about Mr. A. My prophet. Who among you do I used to speak to like this? In the same manner. This is where I'm going. God hears your conversation. Have that also be in you. That God hears your conversation. It's not until when you you have say, I want to pray. God be hearing now. That one I've been saying, see, don't hear. This one I want to say now is one you should hear. I want to pray. God hears your conversation. If we have this consciousness that God hears our conversation, you would have you will be able to retain God consciousness. You will be able to retain God consciousness. Hallelujah. God hears your conversation. Now Lazarus was dead. John eleven. Lazarus was dead. And they came to meet Jesus. Ah, that your friend that you love is dead, though. Praise God. Praise God. Are, are we together? That your friend that you love is dead. I say, no, no, he's not dead. He's sleeping. Let's go and do what? Let's go and wake him up. Jesus said, he's sleeping. He has not prayed. Jesus said, he's sleeping. Let's go and wake him up. Okay. By the time he got to... Uh, the tomb of Lazarus. Are we together? He got to the tomb of Lazarus. What did he say? He said, Father, 
I know that thou art heard me. It's in the scriptures. We don't have much time to go into it. He said, I know more That's for Yoruba. I know that thou art heard me. When did when did God heard him? Or when did he speak to God? It wasn't when he prayed. But when he conversed to his disciples that don't worry, he's sleeping. Let's go and wake him up. God hears your conversation. Hallelujah. The Bible says, as they spake to one another, God heard them. As they were talking to one another, God heard them. Hallelujah. God hears your conversation. This is mind therapy. And it's establishing God's word that God hears your conversation. The way you talk to your friends as you're talking to the person like this, God is hearing what you are saying. I'm telling you, it's not until you say, let's go and pray, that we're not involving God. Otherwise, how will he come to confirm? The Bible says, and when David did not pray in, in 1 Samuel 17, he did not pray. He was only confessing his faith and said, Oh, king, this man is uncircumcised. I killed a bear. I killed a lion. And this one shall be like one of them. He was just talking no man, no man. And everyone was saying, Hey, what is he doing? We have to step in. This man wants to put us in trouble. <laughs> Hallelujah. God was. It will, it will form your mind that you don't go about... Bible says our conversation is in heaven. What does it mean? That's the meaning. I'm telling you, our conversation is in heaven. Our rapport is heavenly. He said, yeah, let your conversation be with grace, seasoned with salt. Colossians. So in the scriptures, the word conversation could be likened as conduct. Praise God. In some translation, we see it as conduct. In some translation, we see it as rapport, interaction. Are we together? So your conversation, God hears it. So that is why when you tell your friend, you say, ah, this thing will not work. We say, it will work. Oh, Tibet, bad, rah. But because you, it is because you believe God hears your conversation. So if you begin to now profess the contrary, you are bringing in an, a foreign force. You are bringing in something that will work against your faith. So no wonder he says in Philemon 1 verse 6, he says, let, let's go to that place. It's a very wonderful scripture. Philemon 1 verse 6, please. Philemon 1 verse 6. Philemon 1 verse 6. Philemon. Is that that you are looking for Philemon? You will not see Philemon. Is what I've seen Philemon. I'm still looking for Philemon in my own Bible. Yeah, I've seen it. Philemon is before Hebrews. It's after Genesis. <laughs> it's in after Genesis. It's after Genesis, but it's before Hebrews. Are we together? Hey, hey, we are speaking English. Amen. He says that the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of what? Of every good thing in you, in Christ Jesus. 
I don't want to go to that second part of in you. It's another discussion of another debate. And my emphasis is the communication of your faith. Because the only way you communicate your faith is not when you want to come and pray. It's not when you are praying. The same way, the only way you communicate your doubts, if I say, ah, this will not work, you don't need to go and pray to say it will, not, it will not work in prayer. No. You will say it here and here and now that it will not work. You are already communicating your doubts. Praise God. Are we together? So, the, so God hears, I'm the, God took me through this series for, since, for three years now on conversation. I was like, I want to study. Really, I don't ask God, I want to study. Like, where should, you, where should I study? Let me go find trouble. And I said, I want to study. Then I started conversation. I was like, which kind of topic with this one? <laughs> conversation. In fact, I'm not even done with it. On conversation. You could pick it up and say, you want to even learn what to converse. They were talking about Moses and God showed up. That means you, they, they, should, they should know better that God is in their midst. And you should know better that God is not only in your, that God is in you. That God is in you. You are not looking for anywhere for where is God, where is God. God is in you as a believer. God is in you. So your, your conversation is even more, is even more deadly. Let me use that word. It's even more serious that you must be very, very particular about what you say as a believer. This is mind therapy. Because Reverend told us about, I think Luke 6 43 or so. Luke 6 43. He says, A, a, a tree bringeth forth, a good tree bringeth forth good fruit. Abi? And a bad tree bringeth forth bad fruit. It, it now goes that out of the abundance of the earth, the mouth speaks. The mouth speaks. That scripture was underlined in my former Bible. Before it was uh, stolen by those boys. Praise God. <laughs> it says, For a good man out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is good. A good man out of the good treasure in his heart. 45. Bringeth forth good fruit. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is evil. For out for of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Because this is your conversation. When I mean, okay, let me not even use the word, I mean, your, your normal day gist. God hears your normal day gist. I'm telling you. Change the way you think. Don't think it's until you want to go and pray that God, God, let's come and talk now. We talk. You and God talk. As you profess things, you and God talk. Hallelujah. 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 Don't forget, I said God cannot leave you. God cannot leave you. He said, I will be their God. And they will be my people. This is not like the Old Testament. I'm telling you, if you are still reading, reading the Bible the way, you, the way it, is, it is, or you have received it before now, change it. Because in this house, uh, the teaching is here. One of, the, one, of the, one of the key things that, that has connected me to this ministry is the word. I'm telling you. 
if I found this ministry by the word, he knows. I found this ministry by the word. I was, I was, I was in Ibadan. I was like, I'm even looking for someone teaching on righteousness. So I think I was studying on them. I just stumbled on his message. On, praise God. I just stumbled on reference message on righteousness. Ah! It, 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 he entered the place. <laughs> go and get, I'm telling you, go and get it. It's on, it's on our podcast. Righteousness. Ah! When he said he was coming back from, uh, uh, from somewhere, going home, and his father's oddly where he said, if you move, we'll shoot you. He was like, are you okay? <laughs> he didn't ask them. He was going home because he knew or and he knows who he is. Another thing you must know is that you must be able to establish yourself in the knowledge of your identity in Christ Jesus. That's the last thing I will talk about. If I can. He says, what you must, you must be persuaded about your identity in Christ Jesus. This is mind therapy. You must be persuaded. Earlier I said few things. I, I, said, you, I said you must be persuaded about, persuaded about some few things. That this thing we're talking about, that this, this, this Jesus, Jesus, Jesus things, this mind, mind things, so this word of God, word of God things, you must be persuaded about it. If you are not persuaded about what we are talking about here in church, we, we, we saw a movie two, two, three weeks ago on the case for Christ. Do you know the reason why that man would do more exploit than a woman? Or not even would do, did more exploit than the woman, than his wife. Do you know why? Because the man took time to go and get himself persuaded. I mean, and now they watch that movie, A Case for Christ. The man went to go and do research. To get himself persuaded. Because these things, if we, when issues of life comes, you will move. If you are not persuaded. You will, you will, you will, you will, you will let me know you that you will base. <laughs> I'm telling you, you will, you will consider. That's the word. The man had to go and read. Had to go and study. Because the difference between Jesus and Moses is not because Jesus did miracle. The difference between Jesus and Elijah is not because Jesus did miracle. Because these, these people too did miracles. Elijah to raise the dead. He's not the first person. But Elijah also died. Jesus died. But Jesus rose again. That is the, that is the ground norm in law. They call it ground norm. It is the fundamentals of our Christian race. That Jesus rose again. There is no bigger revelation than redemption. I'm telling you. That Jesus rose again. That is, you, if you don't even know what that one means, you, might, you are even shaky. Forget that there's Christmas. Look at, look at Easter. Because every other prophet and person of God was born like Jesus. Was born. Samson was not an ordinary person. I'm telling you. It's not as macho as uh, Dickin. <laughs> Dickin, I beg. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Because God use, often uses the weak things to confound the wise. So for that thing to be kayefi to them, let me use that word. No, oh my, oh. For that thing to be that of much mystery that where is this boy's strength? Because anybody who is thick, 
They can always attribute that, okay, oh, possible, only big gate, yeah. Oh, to be only, only palayan, yeah. When is somebody as, it's not like me, oh. <laughs> when is somebody as lanky as I am, they will want to find out the source of his strength. He was not an ordinary person. And so is Jesus. People blame Samson. See, go and read the book of Samson. It's like a type of Christ. I'm telling you. Let me change your mindset a bit. It's like a type of Jesus. Samson. Oh, yeah. Forget all those things you wrote. They, 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 they talked about Delilah. The, the Forget Delilah. Samson. Samson. Hey. Go and read the book of, of, of Samson. Go and, go and read Judges. Judges 14. Go and read it. Bible says he, he killed more person. Let me give you one. He killed more person when he died than when he was alive. That's the type of Christ. Jesus, oh my God. The miracle Jesus is doing now is more than when he did, when he was alive. When he was with us on earth. Change the way you think. Don't forget that it's something syndrome, something saga, something whatever. Go and look at who something is. He's a prophet in his own right. He's a judge. And, and God used him. God said, this man, he killed more persons when he was dying. And that is, the, that is like a, a, a shadow because the Old Testament is full with times and shadows. It's like he's giving us a mirror of somebody that will come and slaughter more persons in his death than when he's alive. And that is in the, the death of Jesus. That is why that man was researching. He said he did not die. That they hid his body. Because if he dies, there's a miracle to it. And if he's resurrected, there's more miracle to it. Hallelujah. So the major conception and issues of Jesus is not that he even came and do miracles. Other persons came and do miracles. But that he died. What still? That he now resurrected. Ah, they don't want to take that one. They will have issues with that one. So the man had to go and solidify his conviction very well. I have to go and read books. That's why he did more expert than his wife. Be persuaded about what you have been delivered to. Persuaded about it. If you take it to go and do more research and read and even look at what, what does grace means? What does redemption even means? It's not only about coming to church. What does, what, what does this one mean to you? What does it mean to even... What, 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 did, what does this, this communion mean? Do you know what the communion means? Ah, oh my God. Because... People always forget what God does. I'm telling you, no matter, no matter how, how mighty it is, people stand a chance to forget. So, I told you last week, I said, God will always come and remind you, I'm the God that brought you, your fathers out of the Egypt. That brought you out of bondage. Don't they know? Why would you have to remind them again? But men tend to forget. When issues come, you will forget who's you are. So, there's a place for you to always sit down. Reverend was like last week, two weeks ago, he said, we should meditate on those places. Think. Think on that thing you want to get. Those places you have been, think on it. Because God is able to do more exceedingly. You can ask or what, or think. Hallelujah. So, men tend to forget. No wonder he said, Jesus even know that men tend to forget. He now said, this thing, do this in remembrance of me. God. My blood and my flesh is broken for you. I know years may come. You may forget that I have somebody even come to die. I know. I should be in. 
If you have forgotten Abraham, uh, Moses in the mountain, and where, 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 you are suing on the, on, the, on the valley, you are suing. <laughs> you, you, you are doing anyhow. That's the, you forgot your, that there was only Moses that, that touched the rock. You forgot that there was any Moses that provided food for you. You forgot, you forgot Moses. Me, I have even come. Because Moses said, a prophet like unto me, God will raise. So he came. Moses, Jesus came. But he know that if he, even if he dies, they may even forget. He now said, this thing, this thing, do this thing in remembrance of me. Because as much as you remember, you will be launching the experience again. As much as you remember, the, the, the freshness of the encounter will be coming to you. And that's the reason for altars. Altar is not only for sacrifices. It's for remembrance of encounter. It's for you to remember encounter. That, oh, oh there, I, had, I had something here. I have some place in school that if I go there today, I will remember what God told me. Doesn't mean I should go there and be slaughtering anything. But it's to refresh my encounter and something will jump on me again. So they will now build altar to refresh and to cage encounters. And to preserve encounters. So that when anybody gets, they will remember. So he said, even this thing that happened in this Jordan, and you cross Jordan like, like no other person, take a stone from there. Because it will be a memorial. When you hold the stone, this is a stone. Why won't you bring me out? I was one day. Who is playing the keyboard? I was one day. I was like, I was like, I was imagining something. Something happened to me in school. I was, I think I was in law school then, and I was to go to church for administration, for to go and play the drums. Yes, in church. I was going to play drums in church that day. We're fasting. I was in the redeemed then, and I was. Then I, immediately I felt as I was taking my bag out of class. Church was like outside school in the Abuja campus then. Some meters outside school, about 200, 300 meters. So I have to trek. Then I heard a nudge in my spirit to minister to a soul that was coming into school. Me, I was going out. I was like, which guy impression with this one? I should be going and I need to play drums now, five o'clock, prayer meeting. But the thing did not leave me. It did not leave me. So I had to, let me join, let me, let me meet the guy. So I spoke with this guy. Afana, how you doing, you know? And I know I have I, I know I have grace for evangelism. I know. Hallelujah. And again, you must know what you have. But that's also where I'm going. So he said, after much time, I was discussing with him, discussing with him. Then I can't remember whether I got to make him make some decision that day. I can't remember. But I know we talked at length. I had to walk back, you know. So I think you are going out of school. You now follow the best back 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 down down the class again huh? maybe i was done with him i prayed with him then as i turned that day i heard in my spirit i knew i was late already almost late i heard in my spirit during the lift he he looked like see i heard the voice i was very sure during the lift i said yes i need the lift he said now turn it's like you know first act now the way the streets are it's like it, it, if it tells me there's a car coming from that G close that meet it. All these discussions were like in, within seconds. You know how God speaks. Bible says a, a day focus like a thousand. It doesn't mean that literally. It means God can produce something so mighty within one day. Do you understand? A day focus like that, and a thousand is like so the same way He can produce the wine. So a day before God is like a thousand. 
It means even if you spend one minute with God, He can give you something of a thousand years. That's the meaning. Hallelujah. You get it done. So God can give you something of a thousand years. God can speak. God can speak one, one textbook in one minute. That's a day with God. Like a thousand. He can speak one textbook in one minute. And one thousand day, it's like He can be talking to you for one topic and for like five months. So that day I was going. So immediately He told me that there's a car coming from G Close or for instance for G Close that I should meet it. It's like a flash discussion between myself and the spirit. I said, okay, I'm coming. I'll join. So immediately I began to run. I ran when I was running, the only thing coming to my spirit was Philip when he was trying to join the chariots. Because there was a scripture in my spirit. So I began to run. Sir, <laughs> as I ran and got to the roundabout in law school. I just saw one jeep coming down from one hand. I wouldn't have seen where I was. Praise God. But yeah, I ran to that place and I saw the jeep, one islander. Sir, as the jeep was coming towards my side, I flagged it down. I said, bros, wait. He stopped. I didn't even say anything. I opened the door, I entered. <laughs> the man was looking at me. What audacity? Who is this boy? I opened the door, I entered. And we're going. I said, where am I? I said, that way. So he, he drove out of the school. Then he dropped me in church. I know he must be wondering, you know, who is this young man? Hallelujah. I entered. He dropped me in church. I can't remember whether I even discussed with him what happened and all that. Whether I, that what even gave you that. So I saw you. Okay, I saw you. He's going to redeem. Okay, fine. Let's go. He dropped me. He was going to church too. Dropped me in church and I entered. Hallelujah. You have to be persuaded about the things you have. It is the mind therapy you need. Hallelujah. Be persuaded. Because it will form this perception. If it has seen God as someone very mystical, you don't you want you don't think you want to talk to him when you're down and pray. No, you can converse with him because he hears your conversation. Because he hears your conversation. The same way you can be talking to anybody anytime. He hears your conversation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let this mind be in you. Even as it is in Christ Jesus. This same mind is, was in Christ Jesus. Let's be on our feet. This same mind was in Christ Jesus. He knew God hears his conversation. So he said, oh, let's go wake him up. And when he got there, he said, I know you have heard me. When now? When I said, let's go and wake him up. And he was able to wake Lazarus up effortlessly because he knows that God will never leave him. Even when he was carrying the fire, when he was when he was on that cross, he said, Father, he was still praying to him because he knows he will never leave him. This is mind therapy. Know that God will never leave you. Stop blaming yourself for so much, for so much. You are not bigger than God. Bible says, even if our mind con- if our mind condemns us, God is bigger than your mind. It's in the scriptures. Even if your mind condemns you, God is bigger than your mind. How? Exalting the word of God. God is bigger than your mind. Whatever you may think, God is bigger than your mind. God is bigger than your mind. Be persuaded that you are on the right track. Be persuaded that you are you are not missed. You are, you are, you are, you are, you are not a mistake. Be persuaded 
that you're not a mistake. Be persuaded that God has the that God's plans for you are coming to pass. Reverend said it two weeks ago. He said God's plans for us to bring us to an expected end. Be persuaded that you are coming to an expected end. Chicken said it because you missed that interview, because you missed the job. Oh, it's like God any prayers. What's the meaning of that? God is bigger than your mind. And God is not a man. The promises you will bring to pass, be persuaded. Because you need this persuasion for a healthy living. You need this persuasion. Change the way you think. It determines this course of your life. Talk to God this morning. Talk to God this morning. I don't even know what to tell you to pray about. Talk to God this morning. this song the champion of the host of and captain of my destiny he The moment I remembered that event, that encounter, I said, I can't miss my events. I said, if you can make me to, to, to connect with that vehicle, just a remembrance. If you can make me to the king, let me do in Yoba. If you cannot make me to miss that vehicle, sir, that encounter, you may think it's small now. I can anybody now. Please, sir, I interpret my, my events in a, in a way to my favor. I give glory to God in any event. Not to say it is my, it is, it is, it is my calculation. No. I attribute it to God. It pays me more to do that. So if you know, you, that means you believe it's the captain of your destiny. You can't miss it. Oh, I've missed it oh, in my life. I've missed it. Oh, because of what I did, I've missed it. God is bigger than your mind. God is bigger than your mind. He's able to do exceedingly. God makes all things to work together. All things to work together. You can't miss it. Change the way you think. He's the captain of your destiny. So I was like, if that thing will happen to me that day, and I did not miss it, time is, I, I can't be behind time. And from eternity, I, time, time, can, time must favor me every time. Time can always favor me. I cannot be behind time. Father, I trust you this morning. I trust you. I trust you. Speak from a renewed mind. Only a renewed mind can determine what is good, acceptable, and a perfect will of God. Only a renewed mind can do that. Say, I trust you this morning. Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Pray in other tongues. Say, Father, I trust you this morning. I give praise unto you. Thank you.
because I'm renewed in my mind. Thank you for your word unto me this morning. I'm renewed in my mind. 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 Lift up your hands this morning. Say, Father, I'm renewed in my mind. Healing is coming to me. Healing is coming to my soul. Healing is to my spirit. My body is renewed and revived. In the name of Jesus. Oh, the course of my life is solely determined by God. He's, he's the one in charge of my destiny. He's the one in charge of my destiny. He will never, he said, he will never leave me in a reassurance. said, today is about the word of assurance. I picked that. Word of assurance. He said, he will never leave me or forsake me. Speak to God. Say, I know you will never leave me or forsake me. I know you will never leave. I know you are always out of my matter. You are not talking. Say, I know you are always out of my matter. You are always in, you are always on my case. There is no appeal anywhere. You are always on my case. You are only the presiding judge of my case. I thank you, Father. Thank you, Most High. 